0: Everyone, hope you're well and welcome to another episode with me Leanne Land on Inspiring 40 podcast. In today's episode I'm going to be talking all things personal so this is about my perimenopause story and I said perimenopause because menopause is only actually one day so menopause is the one day 12 months exactly after your last ever period so that is when you are technically going through menopause. Everything up until that point is perimenopause. I'm not an expert in this area by any means, which I'm going to come on to, but I have done a lot of research over the years, obviously with my own personal experience, which I'm keen to share. I am quite a private person and I don't usually share a great deal of my personal life on social media, on my social channels, etc. However, I am really passionate about talking about this as Lots of women suffer in silence with perimenopause and we really don't have to. There's a lot of support out there. So I just want to share really what I've found over the years with my experience, which will hopefully help somebody and just really just keep talking about it and normalise it because I think there is still that stigma about perimenopause, menopause and women just don't know where to go. So like I say I am not an expert by any means on the menopause. I do support women in this phase of life so women from 35 upwards but I support with lifestyle changes. So many women who I do support maybe are experiencing some perimenopause type symptoms because as we age from kind of our mid-30s our hormones such as estrogen etc decline which is when we start to get those perimenopause symptoms but like I said my area of expertise is not around the menopause perimenopause it's around lifestyle changes to support that area so my area of expertise is around movement stress management nutrition sleep gut health etc but with regards to kind of hrt hormone replacement therapy that does obviously have to be prescribed by a gp who should be experienced in that area and by saying should be with regards to gps it isn't really their fault it is getting better there's a lot of cpd taking place a lot of training taking place with doctors with gps to educate them on the perimenopause the menopause but they aren't trained in that, that area, which is why a lot of women struggle when they're going to their GPs and they're saying they experience experiencing these type of symptoms, perimenopause symptoms, which there are actually 34 symptoms which you can experience in perimenopause, which I was gobsmacked about. But when women are going to their doctors to talk about these symptoms, in the past, a lot of the reaction has been depression, you depressed, so we'll put you on depression tablets. But it is getting a lot better. And there's a few accounts as well, which I found really helpful, which I would suggest you follow. So they are on Instagram. There's Dr Louise Newson, She is the menopause doctor. And there's also Dr Naomi Potter, who is the Dr Menopause Care. That's her handle on Instagram. And the information I gained from following those accounts was invaluable and it provided me with the kind of knowledge and tools to go armed to my gp because it gives you really helpful information that you can take that to your gp and insist you get some support you get hrt if that's the route you want to go down because perimenopause can last for years i think the average age is kind of around 45 to start the perimenopause however it can be a lot earlier like in my case. So I probably looking back now, I mean, I'm 41 now. Um, looking back, I've probably been in perimenopause since around 37, 38, or it can be a lot later as well. But basically from, as I've said, from our mid-30s onwards, certain hormones such as oestrogen, et cetera, they do start to decline, which is where these type of symptoms come in. And as I've mentioned, there's 34 symptoms which you can experience, which is just... I mean, that was totally new to me. I didn't know that. So just to tell you about me and my symptoms, to give you a bit of background, I've always, always, since being a teenager, I've always had issues with my periods and they've always been very heavy and very irregular and since an early age. After I had my son, Oliver, who is now eight, I experienced fertility issues. My periods became heavier a number of fertility issues after undergoing a lot of tests, a lot of examinations, et cetera, we were advised that we wouldn't be able to have any more children and our only option would be IVF, which we went down and it was unsuccessful. But by some miracle, I did actually fall pregnant with my little girl, Francesca, who's now four. But just to go back on that, so my fertility issues, there were my ovarian reserve had dramatically declined so it was really low so that was the reason we were experiencing fertility issues so after I had Francesca so she's four now so I had her in 2018 my periods become a lot worse and pretty much since I've had Francesca four years ago I have bled constantly pretty much every day since then very heavy very irregular periods I've been back and forward to the GP and just more or less advised that this is normal after you give birth and just kind of get on with it. I've went back, insisted on tests to be referred, which I have been over the years. And again, there's nothing come back and it's just a regular bleeding and it will settle itself down. Four years later, I'm still in that situation, but that's another matter. But over the last two years, I've started to experience other type symptoms, in particular, really, really low moods and anxiety, which is not me. There's nothing going on apart from obviously the pandemic, which I think everybody's sick to death of. But there has been nothing else going on in my personal life to make me experience such low moods. I've always had PMS and I've always had that kind of evil glint in my eye. I've always had that over the years with my periods, But this was a different level and the moods that felt so low, like really dark, really low moods, anxiety type, panic attacks, which again, just wasn't me and sleep issues as well so I was struggling to sleep so that's been over the past two years Then obviously I started to suspect it could be perimenopause and was following different accounts and I watched the Davina McCall program and I was definitely sure that something was not right Because I was doing all of the lifestyle changes. Obviously, that's what I promote. That's my area of expertise. So I do everything that I should be doing in this phase of life. You know, I stabilise blood sugar levels, my nutrition. In the main, it's good. Obviously, I still enjoy my mini eggs and chocolate and wine, etc. But in the main, I know what foods I should be eating. And, you know, I manage my nutrition really well. Stress management, I make sure I manage my stress well. Gut health, I move, you know, I... I walk, I do strength training. I'm all over that, you know. And I think, you know, my lifestyle and my health is pretty good, but I was still experiencing these symptoms. And I just thought, well, maybe it is the pandemic, you know, it's a pandemic fatigue. And it's just, because. let's be honest, I think everybody has been kind of sick over the last couple of years with what's been going on. So I just put the low moods and anxiety tied down to that. But... As the weeks and months went on, it got to around October last year, I think it was. I felt really bad. like The mood swings were becoming more regular. The anxiety type attacks were becoming more regular. And in the end, I just broke down to Chris, my husband, and just said, I can't cope with this. I don't feel like me. It's so hard to describe, but I just didn't feel like me. I felt like a different person and I felt that when you're in it, the fog, and and now looking back, because I am on HRT now, which I'll come on to, but now that I'm on HRT, it makes me realise just how bad I was feeling, but I just kind of accepted that this is what was happening. I thought it was down to, obviously, the heavy bleeding, and I just accepted that I just had to get on with it. But when I broke down in October, Chris was like, you need to sort something here. You need to go back to the GP, which I did. And obviously I spoke about the symptoms I was experiencing. Again, I was kind of dismissed, but with the bleeding aspect, somebody suggested the Marina coil. So the doctor did agree to refer me to a gynaecologist to obviously get the Marina coil fitted. So I did get an appointment with a gynaecologist and I think I've been really lucky, but this gynaecologist was brilliant. And whilst we were discussing the coil, I was telling her about the other symptoms I was feeling and she looked at my records. And obviously when I was experiencing the fertility issues with Francesca, the reason was obviously a low ovarian reserve. So she said that is a trigger that your body is going into perimenopause. And like I say, over the years, I've been to the doctors numerous times and nobody's ever picked this up. And she was like, if you're feeling that bad, if you want some help, I can write you a prescription, send it to your GP for HRT. The coil will help with certain aspect of that. And then I can prescribe you some HRT, some tablets for the oestrogen decline. And I was like, I broke down. I mean, I'm not usually that much of an emotional person, but I broke down again and I was like, really? And she was like, yeah, yeah, no problem. You know, we'll, we'll get you on some HRT. We'll start you on a lower dose and then kind of see how you get on from there. And like with HRT, and again, I am no expert by any means, but there's so many different types that you can get so there's gels there's tablets there's patches there's loads of different dosages there's loads of different type it's a bit of a minefield in itself but a good gp will work with you on or a good menopause expert so if you're literally not getting any support from your gp I would suggest, you know, even pain if you can for a private menopause clinic because to get you on the right track because they will start you on some kind of HRT and then it will be tweaked until you find something that works for you. Luckily, the HRT that I was prescribed, it took a couple of weeks, probably about a month or two to actually settle in. I felt terrible at first, but you've got to kind of go with it. Um, And luckily for me, the dosage that I'm on and the tablets that I'm on are working. And it's only now that that HRT is fully kicked in that I can appreciate just how bad I was feeling up until that point. I mean, I'm never coming off this HRT. I'm never coming off it because it's like, it's amazing. I just feel like me again. I'm just happier. I mean, obviously, you know, I have bad days like everybody and stressful work days, etc. But in the main, I am happy and I feel 100% to what I was feeling. But like I said, I think I've just been lucky because my GP was dismissing me all the time, which is why follow those two accounts that I'd mentioned. So Dr. Louise Newson and Dr. Naomi Potter, because they give some really invaluable advice and information that you can take to your GP and if you are over 45 there's always this myth that you need blood tests to confirm that you're in perimenopause that's a load of bollocks especially if you're over 45 you don't because those blood tests at the end of the day are just a snapshot in time and again look on their pages and they give you that information so if you're over 45 and your GP is saying that they need to take blood tests they don't and you are entitled to help and support with your perimenopause. Obviously, I would always suggest starting with lifestyle changes, even if you do go on HRT, hormone replacement therapy, your lifestyle also needs to obviously improve depending on what it's like at the moment. So you need to be balancing your blood sugar levels, you need to be moving, your nutrition needs to be good, you need to be managing your stress, good health, your sleep, etc., All of that really contributes towards a healthy perimenopause, healthy menopause. But if you are doing all of those things, like what I was, and you're still experiencing these symptoms, then there is help and support out there. So please go armed to your GP, get the information from them, great accounts, and get some help, get some HRT, start talking about it. Watched the Davina program. That was brilliant. That was a real eye opener for me. She's really passionate about talking about perimenopause, menopause, and I think it's great. I think it's great that we do talk about it. And as I said at the beginning, I am quite a private person, but I'm so passionate about talking about this because I know from my own experience how bad I was feeling, and I would hate to think other women were feeling like that when they can get some help. So keep talking about it. Share this podcast in your story if you found it useful to get the message out there. With regards to the bleeding aspect, (laughs) that's still an ongoing issue for me. So the marina coil made me even worse, which can happen. And obviously it's going to happen to me because I've always had issues with my periods so I have just had that removed and I am now in discussions about a possible hysterectomy because I'm just done now. It's gone on for years and years and I wanted to stop now. So watch this space for that next phase of my story. Yeah. So hopefully you found this useful. If I can help one person that is what I'm passionate about, if anybody wants to speak to me, like I say, I'm not an expert by any means in perimenopause, but if you just want to talk to somebody, because it can be quite lonely as well, and yes, my other half is really supportive and, you know, bless him, he's been really good throughout this whole process. But, you know, men just don't understand fully what we go through. So if you want to reach out, have a chat about what you're going through, then please do. If not, look at those accounts, get the information, go to the GP and get armed. That's all for me today. Hope you enjoyed it. I've enjoyed talking about it and I will speak to you all later. Bye.